0: Vegetarian Zen, episode number 60. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen,
1: a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on.
0: Hey there, Ved Zenners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky. And this is Larissa. And in today's episode, this is a delicious episode. We're going to be talking about stir-fry techniques. I love stir-fry. Yes, and we just had some awesome Thai food yesterday. Yes, the Pad Thai. So That's both good. of our favorite dishes. And you know, I, I think you guys have heard me say this in a past episode. It's crazy that it took me like 40-something years before I ever tried. Thai food Thai right it yeah, wasn't yeah, so, so we too. became vegetarians that we really had to get more creative with what we were eating and that's where we have tried several ethnic foods that I had mm-hmm. never tried before so but today yeah. we're going to be talking stir fry techniques right now
1: okay quick disclaimer and then we'll move on to our our um shout outs the the pad thai we had yesterday was actually from a restaurant Um, which was why it was so good because I'm going to be the first one to come out and say, I am not a stir fire expert. I really need help. And this is why I was so excited. Um, you actually thought of this topic, I think. I did. And And, this uh, is,
0: this just goes to say why we love to do this podcast, because this is educational for us. I mean, we're not, when we do research these, we really have to, we're learning a lot of times. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of the stuff we might know, but we are really researching a lot of things on the web to help us to get better at it.
1: Mm -hmm. So in this case, after we finish recording this, uh, this week, I'm going to like practice some serious stir fry. I can't wait. That's going (laughs) to be awesome. Okay. So what about some shout outs this week? Uh, Why don't I start out the Facebook shout out? Okay. Since this is someone that I've been interacting with, uh, her name is Addie Saucedo. She's in California. She is a fellow podcaster, and we will actually be meeting her in a couple of weeks at Podcast Movement. And she has a podcast. Now, the reason that, that we got in touch was through a podcast uh, group on Facebook. And she's been in some of the webinars that we've been in. Super, super nice girl. She has a podcast called the Modern Vintage Radio podcast. Now she's kind of retooling rebranding right now, but her older episodes are up on iTunes. We started listening to it today and they're really cool. I mean, what she does is this is now this is her description um herself. She says it's a show about all about intentional transformation to a better version of ourselves, which is something that we're all about too, right? Exactly. And she actually has uh, started listening to us. And she's trying to eat more plant-based. And so she really said that she's enjoyed our podcast as well. So, in fact, she kind of asked us if we wanted to be guests on her podcast, which is super exciting. That would be our first real guest appearances on the
0: podcast. We've been on the Podcasters Roundtable, but that was kind of like, that was at New Media Expo and, and they were putting together. I mean, not that that wasn't anything cool. I mean, it was really cool, but they were kind of interviewing different people there, and so we had we were a snippet in yeah. a bigger podcast, but this one, she would be interviewing us, which is way cool. That's right. like our first first gig that way, I think.
1: Right. So thank you, Addie, for reaching out to us, for listening to
0: our podcast, for
1: interacting with us on Facebook, and just for being uh, just all around awesome.
0: And we hope to see you at Dallas in Dallas in a few weeks. Okay, so now our Twitter shout-out goes to Corey Fine... Finnerin, I almost. I knew we had practiced this. Okay, <laughs> Finnerin, and he is at Corey Finnerin. He's a fellow podcaster, and he has a podcast called Ivy Envy, and it's about the Chicago Cubs. I'm not a baseball fan, but I'm sure Chicago Cubs fans probably appreciate that. And he and his wife are also vegetarians. Now, Larissa, you met him in a in a podcast group, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he and his wife are vegetarians, and they had recently grilled some amazing looking veggies, and including romaine hearts. We didn't hadn't really. Talked about that, and you're not really much into romaine hearts, right? Um, well,
1: I I like romaine lettuce, and that's what I use when I make salads. Um, and I, in fact, I asked him about that. I said, "Well, how did the lettuce turn out?" Because he had he had posted pictures on Twitter, and he said, yeah he said it was all right. It's he's not really a fan of soggy lettuce because they kind of marinated it a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, he said it, he wasn't a huge fan of the romaine grilled, but it was interesting. So,
0: well, it's all about experimenting too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, even if he didn't like, it, at least he knows he doesn't like it now, yes. right? <laughs> right. Okay. And I think we have a special shout out, right? We
1: do. Uh, A couple episodes ago, in episode 56, the quote that we used was from Harry Potter. And the quote was, it's our choices, Harry, that show what we truly are far more than our abilities. And at that point, when we said that quote, we didn't know exactly the context. We just knew it was from a Harry Potter book. So one of our listeners, Maya Juergens Engel, and she's, we've talked about her before, I think, she sent an email and said that she just wanted to let us know the exact provenance of that quote. So I thought this was so cool. She said, "I here's what she said in her email. I looked up what the What We Believe quote from this week's podcast. It's Dumbledore talking to Harry about him choosing Gryffindor and why making that choice was important. It's on page 333 in my book. And then she says, P.S., probably my favorite quote so far. I love
0: Harry Potter. Nice. So thank you, awesome. Maya. Yes, because we especially asked if any of our listeners knew where yes. this came from to tell us. So thank you so much, Maya, Corey, and Addie, we are so grateful for your engagement with us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so are we ready to jump into stir fry? Not yet. I have one more thing to talk about, and I wanted to share it with the group. I've already shared it on Facebook, but I have, in case you didn't catch this update, I have signed myself up for a half marathon to take place at the end of the year. That is so awesome. Oh, I can't tell. I'm scared. (laughs) I'm very scared. But you know what? I... I love that discipline. I love that training schedule. So I so I'm very fortunate that I have a gym at work. We have a Gold's gym at work and we have our we have some awesome trainers there and one of them is a run coach. And as you know, I got up one morning at 6 a.m. for run camp and went out there and she helped with form, breathing. I mean, cuz it's all about building up to that race. I I mean, my tendency and you know me very well. <laughs> Let me just see how far I can run now, you know? And I but I really made a commitment to doing it the right way, to slowly building up, to focus on my breathing, uh, working on my form. This past week, I did some four one intervals, meaning I walked four miles, four miles, I walked four minutes, ran one, and and that one minute really focusing on my form, where my foot hit the ground, my breathing, all of that stuff. And that was very hard for me, because you know me, I do everything like just all out there and that's not always the right approach right and this is what we talk about a lot in our podcast i i I do and a lot of people have that tendency to go all or nothing and it's really about building it up and being patient and you know some people think well i can never have meat again if i say i'm a vegetarian you know it's don't beat yourself up it's not all or nothing and this is really what one of those i'm really trying to approach my training for this half marathon in the same way
1: Right, so and it's really fun to watch you doing this. It's because I know I can sense your excitement, and I mean I know you say you're
0: nervous or scared, but I can sense your excitement, and this is stuff that you love to do. I know, I, I do, and I appreciate that. And you know, I should say that another thing, just to plug these two books, I've got I got two books. One of them is we're going to put both of them in our store, I think. One of them is the No Meat Athlete by Matt Frazier. Really love that book. It's I I got this to help me know how to fuel my body while I'm running, because, you know, we have to get our protein in and stuff. The other, and that's another thing. We've had some requests for to do some reviews of some protein sh- uh, powders. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to do that as well. So I've ordered three, and I'm going to test them out. These are all plant-based, all organic protein supplements that I'm going to be using in smoothies and so I want to share those with you once I once I use them a little bit and then even maybe show you how I use those. There are some smoothie recipes out on the No Meat Athlete website uh, and we'll attach those to the show notes as well.
1: And you know, I think this is this is kind of cool because, you know, just last week we did nutrition for vegetarian and vegan athletes. Yeah, and
0: so it's really good timing. Yeah. You know, and that's funny because I I had a friend of mine that signed up for the half marathon training and she and I did the MS150 like years ago together where we rode our bikes from Houston to Austin. And she's hardcore. I mean, when she says she's doing something, she does it. So when I saw and she hadn't really done anything like that for over 10 years and when I saw she signed up I was like all in because I knew you know having a good buddy like that that you know is going to be hold you accountable and is really going to push you because you see her doing stuff as well Mm -hmm. it's really really key as well and I'll be on the side and I'll like hold your water (laughs) for you as you run by (laughs) all right so any any tips or anything you guys can share would really um appreciate it if you have your own experiences leave us a voicemail Mm -hmm. or send us an email with any tips for for me as I train and, of course, I'll be providing updates to you guys as I'm going through the training. So, All right. So, let's go ahead and get into our main topic now, which is stir fry. Yum. All right. Well, why
1: don't we start out by just talking about some basic equipment? Okay. And, basically, that's just going to be what you cook in. So, you can hear <laughs> <laughs> What is so funny about that? Oh, you know, it's just I like, don't
0: know. what you cook in? What you cook in?
1: Um so you can use a skillet. You know, a lot of people do. I do. Sometimes I have an electric walk. I'm going to get a nicer new not electric walk, but I do have the electric one that I use and it's all right. But um, you can use a stainless steel skillet if you don't have a walk, if you don't want to invest in one. Stainless steel, not nonstick. The nonstick ones, the reason for that is that Nonstick cookware is not suited for really high temperatures. And when you stir fry, you use high temperatures. So you kind of want to avoid that that nonstick coating on pans. So if you have a skillet, use stainless steel. And the ideal size is 14 inch um, because that gives you enough room without being too big. And then if it's too big, you put too much stuff in there and then it kind of throws off your balance. So but ideally, get yourself a wok. And you can get them, they're not super expensive. I mean, of course, with any, you know, cooking equipment, you can get super expensive ones and not. But what you want to look for basically is something flat bottomed and that the reason for that is that with our stoves, our you know, modern ranges, they don't the, the round ones on the bottom don't stand up very well. So they have flat bottom walks and then also you want to look for the finish to be carbon steel. And you would just season it like you do with a cast iron skillet. So if you have cast iron cookware, you know how you have to season it with oil and you don't really, you know, wash it with soap and water and, you know, so the carbon steel is the same way you season it. And I've got a link to a tutorial on how to actually season a wok. Oh, nice. It's how to buy a wok and how to season it. And so I'll put that in the show notes. And then as you use it, it will become more nonstick over time. So it's something that kind of builds up. It's just like cast iron cookware. If you keep seasoning it, you know, it gets more and more kind of broken in. And again, 14 inches is the perfect size. You also want to look for one that has the long wooden handle because it won't get hot and you can kind of hold it, you know, while you're cooking. And there are even some that have the long wooden handle on one side. And then opposite that, they've got like a short kind of handle that you can hold uh with a closed fist and that makes it easy to kind of transport it when you're serving
0: okay let's talk about the basic components let's get into the kitchen stuff now okay well the real the food stuff i should say the food stuff yeah all right so
1: there are certain components that are a part of every good stir fry and it goes all the way from the beginning the very beginning to the very end so we talked about your your wok so the first thing is the oil because you're going to be frying in something. So you've got oils like peanut oil, which I love. I love peanut oil. It's not the best for you, but I just, I love the smell of peanut oil. And the same with sesame oil. I love the smell of sesame oil.
0: Now, we mainly use vegetable oil, though,
1: right? Is no. that what we use a lot? Which one no. do we use? I, when I, I even do, know. I just like, when I do stir fry, I usually use sesame oil. Okay. It just, it has such a good smell and just a good flavor. But you can use vegetable oil. You can use also grapeseed oil, which is a good neutral oil. It doesn't have a strong flavor of anything certain olive oils have a stronger flavor uh now normally when i cook other things i use olive oil or grapeseed oil
0: yeah i will freely admit that larissa is the cook in our house (laughs) so and a lot of it is because she works from home so Mm -hmm. like you know she'll have dinner which is very very nice and i'm very very grateful (laughs) for that but it's just you know it just works out that way so right i I freely admit and plus it's probably better that way anyways (laughs) (laughs) no Uh,
1: All right. So after you've got your oils, and then there are also flavorings that you can add to oils if you like. So you can add uh, chilies or different spices, peppercorns being one of the more popular. And you can get even oils, specifically for stir fry, that are already flavored. Like I think downstairs I have some that is garlic ginger, which I, I love both garlic and ginger but you can get those bottled that are already seasoned for stir fry so look for those too if you don't want to you know add your own chop your chilies or, or do whatever to add to it and then the next thing is there's usually not always but usually some type of to- of protein
0: yeah so there's usually typically tofu and that's when we go like to thai restaurants Lewis and i will will get tofu mm-hmm. Uh, or tempeh mm-hmm. no, I'm not. A, I'm still not a tempeh fan. I'm not. I've never had it in a way that I really, really care for it. But right. tofu,
1: yes. Right. And then also, um, there's seitan, which is uh, wheat,
0: the wheat gluten. But I don't know if that's a protein or not. I don't know. But I, I, it's another thing I'm just not really fond not of. Not a huge fan yeah. of. Yeah.
1: Now, of course, if you are not a vegetarian, then there are all kinds of other protein options, the meats, you know, but we don't do that. So uh, for us, it would be usually tofu or tempeh. And of course, there's add-ins
0: like peanuts. Yes. Yes. So our, I, I kind of went back and forth on this with the, thai, the pad thai. Is that I didn't like it with peanuts, and then they accidentally gave me peanuts one time, and I actually kind of liked it. So I love the peanuts. Yeah, and it's In a fact, good source of protein.
1: I always ask for extra peanuts and also extra lime because I just love that. And then of course your vegetables. With us, that's the big thing. That's the bulk of it. So, but, and the important thing with vegetables is you want to kind of avoid like the kitchen sink syndrome where you just, and I'm guilty of this. This is one of the things that I need to learn that to have a
0: good stir fry, you don't want to throw like everything from your refrigerator in yeah, there. Yeah, I know. That's, that's a tendency because you just yeah. think on oh, some of this and some of this yes. and really it's two or three will go good together. And the pad thai that we typically have, there's really only a mm-hmm. couple of, of vegetables in there, right? Two yeah. Two or three maybe?
1: Yeah. And, but, you know, so... Just pick things that, that are good together, like broccoli and carrots or, you know, things like that. But you don't need a whole lot. It's not a
0: trash can
1: <laughs> stir fry. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. So let's go to aromatics. Okay. So aromatics are things that are generally finely chopped and they're used to add flavor. And typically these are things that you might add uh, to the oil in the beginning before you start adding your, your vegetables and your proteins in your sauce. So things like, and of course, two of my favorites, ginger and garlic. And then also scallions, the, now the white part. And then for a garnish, you can thinly slice the, the green part of the, the scallions and use that. And I really like that. You love
0: green onions. I love green onions.
1: And then also uh, lemongrass, different herbs you can use, or chilies even, that you can use to flavor, add flavor to your vegetables. Okay, so let's talk about, let's talk sauces
0: now. Okay, well, there's lots of different things that you can do for sauce. Yeah, there's soy sauce, broth, rice wine, vinegar, sugar, chili paste, or bean paste.
1: Right, well, and then a lot of times there are some really good recipes for sauces that will, you know, combine. If you want to make a sweet, sweet sour sauce, then you would use things like uh, sugar, vinegar, Maybe a little lemon juice, you know things like that to make it sweet and sour, and some soy sauce now, when you were talking soy sauce, I actually prefer tamari, which is vegan. um, I don't prefer it because it's vegan. I just like the taste of tamari better. It has a little bit different taste,
0: oh yeah, because soy sauce has is not vegan- vegetarian, no. right. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if now you're vegetarian I use or vegan, you don't want soy sauce.
1: Yeah. But I I use tamari in all my cooking and I even use it if I make, I found some really um, decent ramen type noodles at Whole Foods that are organic and vegetarian, but they don't have a whole lot of flavor, even with the flavor packet. So I usually add some tamari to mine and um, they're, 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 they're all right. <laughs> but I just, I like tamari. And yeah, let's, then let's talk about dolling it up
0: making it look good
1: making it pretty <laughs> yeah so yeah we talked about uh, thinly sliced scallions the tops but you can also do other vegetables you can do some like bok choy or thinly sliced just as a garnish also chopped nuts or um, chopped herbs parsley or cilantro is another good one uh, cilantro is a really popular um, Thai. i love
0: cilantro i hate it <laughs> really ate it.
1: Um, It's just, and it's just a taste thing. It has a funny taste to me. All right. So what about what to stir fry? Now, we kind of touched on this when we talked about the protein and the
0: vegetable components, but... We had tofu, tempeh, and seitan. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the vegetables. So some good veggies to think about throwing into a stir fry are broccoli, bell peppers, mushrooms, carrots, onions, leafy greens, green beans, zucchini. So... The point is like what you're saying that if we had all these, which we typically do, I'm looking at this, mm-hmm. you're right. The temptation would be let's just chop it all up and throw it in there. Oh, and- it's not temptation. I actually do that. <laughs> and and I don't think that's typically bad, but I think that if you really wanna I mean, it's really good to bring out the flavor if you're really just concentrating on two or three. Yes.
1: And from now on, I will do that. I yeah. will concentrate on just two or three and be done with it. And so then that's an excuse to have stir fry like three nights a week so we can use different vegetables hey, I'm each time. I'm down for that for sure. All <laughs> and right. And then the one thing about tofu is you can use uncooked tofu, but I think, personal preference, I think it's easier to do cooked tofu that's already baked or you know cooked or fried or whatever you however you want to prepare it because it doesn't take us long to cook in the stir fry and the stir fries is a really quick process anyway so it's nicer just to have some like cubed cooked tofu that you can just toss in there and then warm it you know heat it and then uh, do the
0: rest of your ingredients Okay, so this was also an educational thing for me. I didn't realize that there were steps, again, just kind of the trash can approach, like just throwing everything in there as you chopping it while you're cooking. And of course, that when when that happens, you could burn some things, you know, so you really should have everything prepped before and chopped before you're actually making it. But let's talk about kind of the sequential, you know, the order of things.
1: Okay, now stir fry goes fast. Yes. (laughs) And that's one of the things that we've got in the tips. (laughs) That's why I was talking about. Burned,
0: it's burning, you know, because you didn't chop everything first.
1: Yes. Yeah, you can't. It's not like when you're making, uh, you know, vegetable soup and you you have to, you know, cook some – you have to – do the onions first, and then you can chop your other vegetables while yeah. the onions are cooking. And no, you need to have everything ready. Right. Um, so, here are your steps your basic steps. You want to heat your wok or your skillet over high heat. You want to add the oil and heat it till it's smoking. Now, you don't want to like, you don't want flames <laughs> and you don't <laughs> want burned oil, but you can see, you know, when oil reaches that smoking point where you've just got a little little smoke coming off of it. Then at that point you want to add your aromatics, so your chopped garlic, ginger, any ur- or whatever you're adding that way and again, have it ready. Have it in little di- you know how like on the cooking shows they have everything pre-chopped by their yeah. their worker bees and they're all in these pretty little glass dishes and you know they just say okay here you add two tablespoons of chopped garlic and you add." (laughs) well you really do need to do that so I have gotten into the point and it makes for a very messy kitchen you know I I'm a messy cook anyway and I tend to dirty every possible dish no matter what I make I could make you know scrambled eggs and toast and dirty 60 dishes
0: so but yeah, I'm not going to criticize too much because like I said you do the majority of the cooking but I, I, well, I do the cleanings a lot of the cleaning and but yes it's, you dirty every dish. yeah it's tornado <laughs> kitchen when I cook
1: but uh so but you really do need to have your stuff you know in separate little dishes and together and all lined up ready to go okay so then you want to add your oil heat it to smoking add your aromatics your garlic your ginger whatever and then the next step is to add your quote Hard vegetables, so those are things that will take longer to cook, like
0: broccoli. What are you? Laughing I'm just at? laughing because this is exactly where I mess up. I'm like putting in mushrooms and zucchini. Oh. So that by <laughs> the time the broccoli's done. It's you yeah, know when I'm throwing the broccoli. I, in, so, I do yeah, it too. I'm laughing. So okay, S-
1: okay. So things like broccoli, carrots, green beans, things that are you know harder when they're not cooked that are going to take longer to cook. So uh, and then you'll you'll give that a few minutes to cook and. You know, if you're using a recipe, then look at the time on the recipe. I I don't have times on here, but generally it's it's pretty quick. Just a couple minutes because you don't want these super soggy. Um, You want them crisp, tender. And that's an actual cooking term. Isn't that impressive? It's crisp dash tender, crisp tender. So it's, you know, cooked, but not mushy. And there's nothing worse than like mushy zucchini or anything like that. It's It's like baby food. (laughs) so and then once so once you're done uh to the crisp tender stage on those you want to add your softer veggies so these are things like mushrooms, zucchini things like that that don't well that a don't take as long to cook and that b release water because mushrooms have a high water content so do zucchini yellow squash things like that so they're going to release water and what that will do is actually kind of contribute to the cooking of the harder vegetables by adding some steam. Interesting. Yeah, it's really pretty cool. I'd never thought about that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, and if you ever cook just like saute mushrooms, and you'll notice that when you start out, you've got these nice, firm, white mushrooms. And then after cooking for a few minutes in the heat, you have like a pan like of, of softer mushrooms in water, right? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. them releasing their water because of the heat. All right. So after you do that, and you've got your vegetables cooked, you want to add your sauce. okay? And that's usually, A, it's a quick thing because you don't need it like simmering in sauce for, for a long time. You're not making soup. Uh, and the other thing is you don't need a whole lot of sauce. You generally just need a few tablespoons. That's another mistake. I know. I do it too. I drown it in sauce. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm laughing. Oh, well, I'm like, hmm,
0: okay. I, I do that too.
1: I know. So then it's you have like stir fry soup. soup. <laughs> uh, but you really only need a few tablespoons of sauce because basically what you want your sauce to do, and I need to stop saying basically that's annoying me. What you want your sauce to do is just flavor, flavor it. So you want it to coat your vegetables or if you've added noodles or anything like that to the stir fry itself, you want it to just coat that, but not soak it. And then, sense, yeah. right. And then you're going to add your extras. So nuts, your, your sliced scallions, any other sliced vegetables that you have uh, for a garnish uh, or, Yeah, for your add-ins. And then once you serve it into individual servings, then you'll add any garnishes like parsley or cilantro or anything like that.
0: Okay. Now, that part I probably would have gotten right. Okay, cool. (laughs) Uh,
1: And then, of course, you know, you can serve it over rice, over... Noodles, uh, or you can add even noodles in as you're cooking, but you would want to do something that's either pre-cooked or if it's something really th- like the thin rice noodles, the glass
0: noodles, then you can add those and they'll just cook really super fast. So what about tips? All right. So let's share some tips. We've already said about preparing everything. Mm-hmm. The other thing, let's talk about sauces because bottled sauces are really, really bad. Yes. They have a lot of added crud to them (laughs) yes and I just as an example so we could kind of give
1: an example I just went to the Kikoman -Kikoman, Kikoman, uh, website and I copied and pasted the ingredients for their just their basic stir fry sauce I copied and pasted it in here to our outline so we could kind of show you (laughs) so it's got soy sauce and sugar water uh, wine vinegar garlic powder Oyster extract, and that's why it's not um, vegetarian, because mm-hmm. of the oyster. And some of them will have fish sauce and and um, things like that. And
0: anchovies, too. Yeah, anchovy yeah.
1: paste. But then at the end of the list, it's got...
0: Benzoate, less than, uh, let's see, preservatives. I can't even pronounce this no. stuff, and that's the point. I, re- I heard someone say one time that if you can't pronounce it, or you don't know what it is, your body doesn't either. Yeah, but and I'm looking some- here disodium i don't even know what i that can't is. pronounce it no.
1: but it's got one two something three, you don't want four four things that i don't even know what they are so that's why you want to stay away from the bottled sauces and the other
0: reason is sauces are so easy to make yeah i was gonna say there's tons all you have to do is just google okay. and you can find a ton of you know what I just thought of something. This sounds like a separate Pinterest board, doesn't it? It does. I think we'll have to do that. We'll start. It also sounds like a really cool um, stir fry PDF. Yeah, like a giveaway. Yeah. That sounds good. Ooh, Exciting. so many ideas from, from this one. Yeah. But so, uh, yeah, that's I started start stir fry vegetarian vegan. Stir. I already have some out on the vegetarian vegan recipes, I'm sure. So I'll just extract those and put those mm-hmm. on a separate board. Perfect. That's a good idea. And then, uh,
1: okay, so you like we said, prepare everything first. So you want to chop all your ingredients, make your sauce. then that's what you had mentioned. And then also what I just said is if you're cooking over, if you're serving it over rice or noodles, most of the time you're going to want to cook those first. Yeah, Um, especially if it's rice, because rice takes a pretty long time to cook. And you want to have it done. You don't want to have your stir fry done and getting all nasty and soggy while your rice is still have 20 minutes to cook. Uh, The other thing that's really important about your vegetables or uh, even tofu, you want to cut them the same size, because you want them to
0: cook at the same rate. And we talked about this also in our grilling podcast episode so it's really important that you cut these around the same size otherwise you will have some burn and some stay kind of raw
1: right right and yeah it's the same principle then another thing that I wasn't aware of but it makes sense is that you want to make sure your ingredients are very dry so when you wash your vegetables either put them in a salad spinner which is a good way to do it we don't have a salad spinner but I would like one but don't get me a salad spinner for my birthday,
0: please. <laughs> uh, we talked about appliances for birthdays and Christmas are out.
1: Um, but, uh, but if you don't have something like that, then just pat them really well between paper towels or uh, dish towels, because the moisture will make them steam and they'll get soggy. So, um, and then again, we talked about cooking tofu separately first. And in the show notes, I'll have some good how-to resources for how to make good, uh, like baked tofu you know to use that you can use in these recipes right good and then also any ingredients that you want to stay crispy should be added near the end like nuts
0: like what nuts oh okay so are we ready to get into the recipe of the week yes ma'am let's do it
1: all right and this is actually a recipe that we've had on the website for a while i think it was one of the first recipes that we added It was now and i don't have a picture on there so i'm gonna have to make it this week Aww. oh sacrifice the sea. We sacrifice for our <laughs> for our listeners. We love you.
0: Uh,
1: no, we just want good food. Um, but this is actually a vegetable chow mein recipe. And I've made it numerous times. So it is good. We do like it. And it'll be on the website. I'll take a picture and add the
0: picture. It'll be nice and pretty. So that'll be up there with uh, the episode. Okay, let's get into the quote of the week. And I'm gonna let you share this one because you found it and I think it's awesome. And it's, it's completely like Such a good fit for this episode. Okay.
1: All right. So the quote is by chef Wolfgang Puck. Puck. I like saying that, Puck. It's a cool name, Wolfgang Puck. Wolfgang Puck. Um, Can you tell we're kind of in a silly mood (laughs) tonight?
0: This is it. We're done for the night after this. So it's like our last hour of work today, right? Right. (laughs) Um, All right. So Wolfgang
1: Puck. And he says... Cooking is like painting or writing a song. Just as there are only so many notes or colors, there are only so many flavors. It's
0: how you combine them that sets you apart. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? Yes. And that goes back to what we were saying about not just throwing everything in your refrigerator (laughs) in there, because it was just like... It reminds me of one of those, like, um, remember when you were at the carnivals and they had those spinning art, like, paint. Yeah. Throw a bunch of paint. Those are fun, but that's really not the way to approach something like
1: this. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just you throwing to, everything in there. Whatever. You want to celebrate the different flavors of the different things, yeah. and I think if you have twenty ingredients in there, then you just, yeah, you kind of get a mouthful of.
0: All right, so I think that brings us to the end of our episode. Yay! This is a good one. Yeah, if you find value in this, we would greatly appreciate you heading out to iTunes and leaving us a rating. And a five-star rating would be even more amazing because um, our ratings, they really do pump us up. They help us stay motivated and really get us, uh, you know, just psyched up for the next episode. So head on out there and leave us a rating. Of course, we love engaging with you guys, and so continue talking to us on Facebook, Twitter instagram which we've been much more active on lately and of course mm-hmm. pinterest and go out there i mean our board is getting pretty big and we're getting a lot of new followers on that so please head out there we've got a lot of great resources resources for y'all
1: exactly and we haven't had a voicemail in forever so please leave us voicemail on our website on? is this thing on yeah hello <laughs> is our mic on <laughs> no we just we just love hearing <laughs> you guys so yeah. uh leave us a voicemail
0: all right that does it for our show let's go make some stir fry all right peace out uh, bye Hey, Vegetarians! thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash vegetarianzen or on Twitter at vegetarianzen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.